Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world living, oh, safe from the storm, in the shelter of your shadow. So this is the big one. I'm talking about Shabbat, of course. Shabbat Hagadol. That is the name for this Shabbat, which immediately precedes Passover. We will celebrate our first Seder a week from tonight, and this Shabbat gives us some time to reflect and prepare for our holiday of freedom. So why is this Shabbat referred to as the Great or Big Sabbath? Well, it was on the 10th of Nisan five days before the people of Israel were freed from Egypt, that the Israelites were given a special commandment that would save their lives. It was a commandment that only applied to them and not to future generations. The instructions were to take a lamb, one for each household, and to offer it to God in order to protect them from the angel of death. And that they were able to do this on Shabbat in particular, without the possibility of hiding the plan from their oppressors, was among the many miracles the people witnessed during their liberation, and it is why this Shabbat is referred to as Shabbat Hagadol. And this Shabbat has been celebrated and observed throughout the centuries in many different ways. Communities this weekend read parts of the Haggadah, They sing special hymns to remind themselves of the ways to observe Passover. And this has also been a time when the rabbi of the community would remind and instruct the congregation on exactly how to prepare for the holiday. The rabbi, or cantor, would do this with a very lengthy sermon. I'm not going to do that tonight. Instead, I'd like us to prepare for Passover in a musical way by experiencing a few different settings of Adir Hu, the quintessential hymn of Passover. You'll recognize the melody right away. And if you do, there are just a few words. I thought they were in your order of service, but they aren't. But please sing along anyway. So here's Adir Hu. Adir hu, adir hu, ivne veto bekarut, bimhera, bimhera, veyamenu bekarut, el bene, el bene, bene vetcha. God of right, we would bow be. 
the text of this hymn is dated to the 6th or 7th century, but didn't appear in printed form until the 15th century. Originally, Adir Hu was included in all festivals, not just Passover. And when we look at the text, we see the special way that the hymn is constructed, going through an alphabetical list of God's attributes. Aleph, Adir Hu, God is mighty. Bet, Bachur Hu, God is distinguished. Gimel, Gadol Hu, God is great. And so on and so forth. And each one of these verses concludes with a plea that God rebuild the temple in Jerusalem soon, quickly in our days. This request to build, to rebuild the temple represents the hope for the coming of a messianic age, a time of peace and harmony for all, when no person is oppressed anywhere. Now, the setting of Adir, who we just sang, is the most popular and most familiar one it's an Ashkenazi tune that sounds nearly identical in communities around the world. It's also the melody that many use for other liturgy during Passover, using that tune for the words of Micha Mocha, for example. The second setting we'll sing tonight is a lesser-known version with what they used to call an oriental melody coming from the roots of, um, of Judaism. So it might be a Yemenite melody. It has a faster, more dance-like meter. And we'll sing it tonight by starting first with a musical improvisation, which would often introduce Turkish